You're fired. Right. So the mic is live. It's on. I have my old coworker with me. This is the first non-comedian I've had on this podcast. So we'll see how it goes. It's, I've had all comics, and I thought it would be fun to start having non-comics. Next week, I'm having another non-comic. I'm having a musician on who's like a kind of a big deal. He's been on like The Voice, and he like made it far through American Idol. And he's like opened for like Scotty McQuarrie and like the Beach Boys. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just, um, I'm, there's no point in me trying to be funny because <laughs> I'm the first non-comedian, so that's a wash. Dude, well, the standard, the ex- <laughs> shockingly, a lot of comedians aren't funny. <laughs> and, well, and it's, I'm not talking about people who get paid to do comedy. Uh, I go to a lot of open mics and it's, it's cringe. Uh, comedy, oh, nothing. I've always told this to people: nothing will make you believe you can do stand up more than going to an open mic, because you see how bad these people Other are at people comedy, are. and then it makes you think, "Oh, I could do this." That's what got me into comedy. I went to an open mic before I started, and I was like, "Well, I could be better than than that, than yeah. like half of them." And so then I started, and that's I think that's how most people start. They go to an open mic and they see how bad the jokes are. That's good to know, because I, I always... Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's been a lifelong dream of mine to get canceled. <laughs> and I figure using someone else's platform to get myself canceled is great. Because <laughs> then I have to do none of the groundwork, and I never have to talk to people after that. There you go. <laughs> um, seems seems reasonable. It's just a time-saving if efficiency thing. But, no, I, I've liked comedy since pretty much I acquired a netflix password yeah (laughs) um and just started watching it you know when i was like gaming or whatever i'd have it on the background or i'd just be watching it but i would try to like write bits in my head Mm -hmm. that would then convince me that i couldn't do it (laughs) like yeah like like do you have one for yeah i was gonna say like for whatever reason and uh, there's been a bunch that i've like forgotten over the years but like in high school i ate a lot of subway uh-huh. Don't know why. I have no excuse for my behavior. But I ate a lot of Subway. And I had this thing where I'm like, it doesn't matter how careful I am. If I'm eating Subway in the car, there is going to be one onion that gets loose. I don't know where it's going to get loose. I don't know how it's going to get loose. But an onion's going to get loose. And so it's like knowing... So I had this thing where I was going to like try to work out something funny where like I'm eating this sandwich and regardless of what I do some onion covered in barbecue sauce is going to wind up in the car somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally not even that funny. I mean, maybe it could have yeah. been something if the delivery was right, but like the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, I can't win. No, no like, I don't I'm see out. where you can go with yeah. that. I don't see I know. <laughs> I don't see. No, literally, that's it. Like I was like, I want to be that kind of funny, but I, it's just not something Dude. of which I'm capable, I don't think. You want to hear the best Subway joke I ever heard? There's this comedian I knew in Washington who started working at Subway, and he... It's like, I'm working at Subway, and I uh, am gaining a lot of weight because I'm only eating Subway. And then he said, I'm doing the reverse Jared. Yeah, Jared lied. Yeah, I'm doing the reverse Jared, uh, and now I'm fucking senior citizens. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was going to say, yeah, history validated that, yeah. So that was, uh, that was a good Subway bit. And I'm butchering it because only this guy could, like, deliver it the way he yeah. did. He was a sociopath. It's because he works at Subway. He was an artist. He was dude, a he was, <laughs> dude, he was a comic who is always, like, messing with you. Like, I can never have a genuine conversation with him. Like, that's how... And there's comics I know like that, and I'm like, that's a real comic. Like, when I meet them, and then I'm like, I'm not a real comic. What that guy is, is a real comedian. Yeah, uh, even like, though this guy doesn't even do comedy anymore. This was, like, years ago. But he'd, like, dude, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, he went on stage, like, that night and did a joke about it. And he was like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. He's like, and I didn't know who she was. So I had to Google her, and then I saw pictures, and I was like, yuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's like, if you're talking to a real comedian, it's like, I accept and hope that if I'm at all vulnerable with you, you will immediately and without hesitation stomp on my pain. (laughs) Yeah. Immediately. Dude, I couldn't, I, like, tried to be open with this dude. He, like, quit comedy and is, like, in a ska band now. (laughs) <laughs> and which is objectively probably funnier <laughs> dude it's so funny 
he's so funny. And like, I asked him like, Hey, dude, I'm going to do a show in Washington. I was like, do you want to like open for me? And he, I know he hasn't done comedy in forever, but I still asked because I think he's so funny. And he said, no, uh, how about yes, this other guy and the other guy he named was a comic we know who killed himself. <laughs> mm. Like, jeez. <laughs> and that I, uh, I, I responded, I said, uh, I think he's uh, too busy getting raped by demons in hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, he responded back, LOL. And I was like proud of myself. I was like, oh, I got him to laugh. Because this guy like was a hard laugh. Just deadpan. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got to go through the wait list of grave pissers first. Yeah, like. dude. That guy. Or if you do, you do have the dead guy open and you say like, <laughs> opening for Drew is this. And then you literally just let 10 minutes of silence happen. Like literally just a mic with nothing. Like... Yeah, I think uh, the room would be dead. No pun intended. I think that's probably a safe well, assumption, yeah. Edit out the barks. <laughs> um, well, cool. So, this podcast, Let's Get Fired, the whole premise is talking about jobs, people telling me their stories. So let's start off. Have you ever been fired from a job before? No, I have never been fired. I have only quit... Um, there are definitely things where had my employers known what I did, I would have gotten fired. Um, and I mean, not, Dude. not stuff that's like heinous, but just Dude, like, let's get into that. That's no, my next question is what is the worst thing you've done? Yeah. On the which, and that's sort of it. Like none of it's that bad. I mean, you know, I wasn't like, Hey, do you mind if I fire up this crack real quick? Like, yeah, no, I was like, like when you're like bartending, like you drink when you're not supposed to, like, it's not legal. So like if they knew they like. Yeah, yeah, have fired yeah. me, but, like, everyone does it, so. Or all the good bartenders do. That's it? Just I mean, that. let's see, what's, I don't think, I was, well, this wasn't something I did, but when I was working at Jimmy John's, allegedly, I never saw the photos, thank God, but the GM apparently decided that to send nude photos to one oh, of yeah, our yeah, coworkers, yeah. he did so in the oh, bathroom, wait, wait. Oh. in the Jimmy John's. What? Yeah, so as opposed to taking nudes at home to send to a coworker, in the bathroom, he did it in yeah in the franchise. Like just when you start saying yeah yeah yeah, I was thinking of the owner founder who like had the picture of him like naked on a shark. Did you see that? I didn't. I did get accused of participating in the trophy hunting though. Really? Yeah. By working there, I was like, sweet. This is good. Good. Dude, you're like, I wish trophy yeah. hunting sounds fun. Like, I'm about to mount a Karen head. Like, <laughs> this is what's about to happen. But no, I haven't really done anything that bad on the clock. You, you remember, like, that lion got shot by a dentist, like, six years or eight years ago, yeah. and everyone was freaking out. I, I remember it. Jimmy Kimmel, like, cried over Sissel the lion. I, the only animal I cried over was Harambe, man. That was <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. Like, if in my mind, if you look at our timeline, it's only been down since then. I think that was the beginning of the end for us, dude. That is uh, people who get memes. Uh, that is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. There's two types of people: those who don't get memes and those who do. And those who don't get memes don't respect Harambe. No, they don't. I mean, I I look at Maymays all day, and I completely get <laughs> completely get it. Well, so that was the worst thing. I really haven't Getting done anything drunk. bad at work. No, I mean nothing's jumping to mind. Like it's also like the places I worked were like either a call center for like market research uh-huh. where you're just like calling people about their utility bill or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, and like there's not much bad you can do there really. Um, or like working under the table for family. Like you can't do anything that bad there. And then I've only, I've actually had a pretty small number of jobs. Dude. So. I've uh, I had a dude on this podcast, uh, who sold his coworkers medication and ground it up and then snorted it. Mm. And some of it was Xanax, and then got high on a forklift and started driving around the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that. <laughs> no, no I haven't done that yet. Yeah, no, I haven't. And no one's stolen my medication because it's not fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I got the boring pills. The boring pills? Yeah. No Adderall? No. No, I can't. Buy it. So, actually, I, I did take some of that in the U when I was, when I was going to college, and, like... Some of those, like, anytime I took those meds, 
it was awful because it did make me super focused, but it, it meant that I had zero control over what I was focused on. Oh, really? So, like, instead of actually being productive at schoolwork, I would just spend six hours, like, researching something completely irrelevant and wasting my time. Dude. Like, <laughs> because I just couldn't decide what I was focusing on. I, uh, I got that way when I did Adderall. Uh, not initially, in high school, I was on it, and I was, like, really good at school. But I remember, like, in college, I'd be on it. And if I, like, if I, sometimes you'd be like, okay, I'll relax and I'll play video games for, like, 30 minutes and then start my homework. Mm-hmm. Well, if I took Adderall and I had that mindset, if I started playing video games for 30 minutes, just it was going to be eight hours because I was yeah. focused, like, crazy on it. Yeah, so I couldn't do that. So what I did was drink what I called Agent Oranges uh-huh. because they were both very effective and very toxic for human health. <laughs> um, is I would drink like half of a Monster Orange Zero and then just refill it with like gin or vodka oh, and just geez. drink that in the library. So that's how all of my papers got written. And most papers that I submitted in college were unedited, unrevised first drafts. Did like you get good grades? No proofreading. Uh, it depended on the class. It was I, I basically either got A's or C's. What did there you a, uh, go to school for? Did you graduate? I did, yeah. So I got a degree in international studies for foreign relations and national security. It is a bachelor's, quote-unquote, like, science. Like, it's a uh-huh. BS, but I use that term very loosely. Um, and then I got a minor in Italian, so... Basically, just meant. How's your Italian? Oh, awful. I've lost all awful. of it. I, okay. Yeah, I can't even order in restaurants anymore. No, I can do that, but um, no, the the degree, I only got that because I had been there for like four years, and I literally figured out what degree was fastest to complete with the classes I had done. Really? Like, that was it. And so it just meant I took a few classes on some boars. Dude, my, uh, so my wife's Italian, and I love saying Italian racial slurs. They're the funnest ones. Oh, they're the best. They roll off the tongue. Yeah. Like, they are so much fun. I found the place here in Provo where they all the servers are Italian. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember me and my buddy were like, dude, this is like authentic Dago food. And we yeah. just kept saying that like, the whole Goomba, time. Like, yo, bring me some more wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I think it has something to do with the Italian language that, like, there's enough vowels relative to the consonants in italian slurs that it just makes them more fun to say yeah i feel like words with more consonants are just less fun to say like i don't know why but dude italians are fun they're oh yeah unless they're in my neighborhood then they're not no. we gotta kick no. them out right yeah. they stay on the other side of the <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A- as long as they're on that side we're, we're good yeah so. dude uh so what's your favorite job you've ever worked um my favorite job was actually probably bartending. Really? Not I and I would never make a career of it and I would yeah. not want to do it again. But just as like a job where you firsthand get to experience a lot about humanity. <laughs> um it's an invaluable teaching tool to me. Like it it was wildly interesting because bartenders are free therapists really like because drunk people will just talk about <laughs> anything with you and they don't care that it's not Dude, your I job i can't stand drunk people yeah <laughs> i can't yeah which yeah and, and as a bartender you you learn how to like my best friend's an alcoholic so it's a conundrum yeah. when we hang out <laughs> that's what xbox the first, Live is for the first few hours are fun and then after a bit, he'll repeat the same phrases over and over again. And I'm like, dude, do you hear yourself? Like, you're literally retarded right now. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Like, mathematically, you yeah, are it's... you are actually quantifiably dim <laughs> at this point. Yeah, no, so that was probably my favorite just because it was a, it was a Wait, wild what ride. did you uh, go to school for again? International relations? Interna- yeah, so international studies, colon... Foreign relations and national security. And you're really using that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely retained that information. Like, there was one class where it was the first day, mm-hmm. and it was, this was like a super entry-level American history class. Like, this was not, like, in-depth. Yeah. Like, survey course, first-year stuff. 
So Professor walks in, and I guess he's just some old guy with a chip on his shoulder. He's like, most of you in this class right now don't even have the skills to get a C. Like, you're going to have to work your asses off to pass my class. I kid you not, I didn't open the textbook once. I went to class a grand total of four times. Two of those were review sessions before the first two exams. I took the first two exams, and I had like an A on those two Dude. because I went to the review sessions. And then there was a snow day on the day of the last exam and they sent an email saying like you can either use your first two tests as your grade for the class uh -huh. or do the third test so i went four times didn't read anything and got an a just because i'm like dude i dude, know what you want to hear like <laughs> international relations it sounds like you're a history nerd are you sort of yeah, it, yeah. like kind of in the sense that like i honestly don't really care about like sp like I don't care what day something happened like what the yeah, day yeah, yeah. was or what the year was but like concept wise I really dig history like just like conceptually because like if you look at if you zoom out enough you're like oh everything's just going in circles repeatedly yeah. in every civilization in every society it's just going in circles so like like concept wise yeah I really dig it but actually learning about it is annoying as shit so, dude I uh if you like history um Louis C.K. and Shane Gillis did a podcast where they went over every single U.S. president from Washington to Biden and, like, went into detail about all of them. It was, like, a three-hour podcast, but it was, like, really interesting. Oh, Shane yeah. Gillis was, like, a smart dude. Like, he went to a... He got into West Point mm -hmm. and left after a month because he said the vibe wasn't chill. That sounds about right for West Point. West Point also strikes me as like the kind of institution, and please, West Point, don't sue me, um, where I feel like they're very much on board with teaching the established narrative and not like, oh, yeah, Andrew Jackson was super racist and killed a ton of gonna... like, I don't think they're really going on that side of the coin much. Dude, you're gonna say a government school is gonna give the government narrative? That's <laughs> well, I mean, but I feel like West Point is like even more so than than others. But touche, fair point. Yeah, like, <laughs> touche. <laughs> um, so what's the worst job you've ever worked? Um, probably the one that um I had. So there was, and I don't really want. To, so there was a company yeah, I, I worked for. Like, the oh, one I'm at right now. Yeah, that's no, <laughs> that was before the one I'm at right now. Um, they were a company that sold LLC packages. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't think that there was anything inherently sketchy about it, but the whole time I was there, I was like, something doesn't feel quite right, and all of you are really horrible people, and then, like, a, based on conjecture, a bunch of the bosses were, like, protective of the secretaries they were hooking up with, uh -huh. despite the fact they all had families. Like, so it was, the whole thing was weird, and so, like, I ended up just dipping, but it was, yeah, selling LLC packages was not, not great. Yeah. And I can also say that most people that I spoke to, to whom I was supposed to be selling LLC packages, had zero, can, like, zero business starting a business. Dude, like I hate sales <laughs> jobs. Like, I, yeah. Suck at them. As I do I. I am not good. I did. I was telling you before we recorded door to door sales, and that was rough. Like they told us we would make like five seven hundred dollars a sale, and my first day I made a sale. So I was like, "This is gonna be a sweet job. Like five hundred bucks a day, bring it on." Then I didn't make another sale for a month, so it was rough. Yeah, well, and then it also didn't help that, I like, when I was there, I was, like, convinced that someone was trying to pump up revenue numbers to try to, like, sell the company or cash out or something, because they hired some dude to, like, retrain the sales force, and, like, his whole thing was, like, we're not manipulative salespeople, uh -huh. but step three of the process is ascertain pain. Like, if you find the pain point, you can sell them. And I'm uh -huh. like, that's pretty manipulative, dude. I understand we're just asking questions. Yeah, yeah. But, like, bro. Dude, all of those jobs are, like, very manipulative. Oh, yeah. I uh, I said this before on the podcast, but I remember one time doing summer sales. I couldn't, like, close sales. Um, and I had a buddy who was making, like, two sales a day. If you had two sales a day, they called it a G day because you made a grand. 
at minimum, mm-hmm. like so usually more like 1200 And so he was having a G-Day almost every day of the week. Like, he left summer sales, like, filthy rich. Yeah. And I called him and was like, dude, could you help me close this sale? I have, like, a call back where I'm going to their house again tomorrow and we're going to finalize everything. And I saw his technique and he just, like, bullied the homeowner into signing all the paperwork. And, yeah. like, just made it uncomfortable and, like, forced the guy's hand. And I could tell the guy did not want to sign the contract. And you just got a dude who's, like, pushy and charismatic. That's what the combination is. Mm-hmm. They're willing to, like, push through this awkwardness where they, like, can... They know they're making someone do something they don't want to do, and they just, like, don't feel the awkwardness at all, and then they just push them to sign it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's how you get all of your sales. Well, I'm being a little bit of a sociopath, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, pretty much, like, because you have to not care. Well, and I think the other... Yeah, th- the dude's a banker now, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. A- oh, yeah, and corporate raider. No, I think the other thing is I know how I respond when people are trying to sell me things, and I don't know if it's, like, growing up and you know, the libertarian Northeast. Like, I yeah. don't do well when people try to sell me things because my first inclination is fuck off. Like, I don't. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, I always feel like when I try to sell somebody something, like, like I just know how I'd respond to it. So I just am bad at it. Like, yeah. Dude, that was my least favorite part of the job you're at right now. My last job was when we had to, like, do those calls to try things, to, yeah. yeah, try to get, like, hospitals to sign up with us and... Yeah, people we didn't want to deal with anyway, but someone else said we should. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, why am I... Why do I care? Oh, dude, and some people were so aggressive, because, like, they had worked with us before, and yeah. that yeah. was the worst, especially if I didn't know they had worked with us before, and then I... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. But I will say, that's uh, that was my favorite job I've ever had was the one you're at now yeah that was a cool crew yeah no i'm planning on sticking around a while so yeah part of me is like maybe i should have but (laughs) (laughs) well ain't no point in looking backwards yeah so let's get into like the meat of the questions oh i guess it's another like worst thing ever have you ever stolen company property no i have stolen school prop public school School property property. (laughs) okay so it Dude, was that's my... just tax dollars money. You're stealing it back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Viva la revolution, comrade. <laughs> um, no, so like they're, they're, they were throwing away a bunch of computers at school, uh-huh. at my elementary school. Um, so I literally, like me and a couple of buddies, we literally pulled them from like, neck, like the fenced in area around mm-hmm. the dumpsters. Like they were literally getting rid of them. And they found out we took them. They're like, you can't take those. And we're like, why? You were literally throwing them away Dude, and then they that's were like, like fine, the most like but, yeah bureaucratic shit yeah I was gonna, like, that's the most bureaucratic thing yeah I, um, and then if you count alcohol i have stolen company property but okay there you <laughs> go <laughs> but but that's also like due to partially due to utah liquor laws yeah because with the berg system uh, if the bergs are at all not even if the bergs are calibrated uh-huh. like with the leash when they're uh-huh. pouring there's generally a very small amount at the end of the bottle that it can't pour correctly. So we would always end up like pouring that into something else, like underneath the bar and like saving it for the end of the night. <laughs> oh, jeez. So like technically I stole that, but like wasn't usable anyway. Yeah. Utah has the weirdest liquor laws. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Utah's funky. And I'm sure it's changed a little bit since I worked in the service industry. But yeah, like nips are illegal. In the state of Utah. What, what is that? Like a, a mini bottle. Okay. Like they're not legal here unless you are in like a hotel or on an airplane. So that's why like the state liquor stores don't stock them. Okay. Um, I had no idea. I know. Which, so like, I don't understand the logic because it's like, okay, you know that flasks exist. Yeah. Like you know people, if people want to carry alcohol, they're going to do so. Yeah. So like. That's going to stop them. We're going to prohibit them from buying a 150 milliliter bottle. But sell a 350 milliliter bottle. Yeah. So now they have to buy something twice as big. That is like, bizarre. I'm like, I what's the point? Like the Winco by my house in Washington, they sold like little balls of. They were like called. I forgot what they were called. Buzz balls. Buzz. I think that's what they were called. Yeah. yeah. And they were like different flavors. Like they were all very colorful looking. So gross. And 
Yeah, I heard they were nasty. Undrinkable. <laughs> like, but also most most cocktails, in Buzzball's defense, most cocktails do not lend themselves to being bottled or canned well. Yeah. Like, most cocktails just don't do well in that format. Um, either because, like, they don't... They have ingredients that, like, you either need preservatives to keep them, or, like, they'll go funky, or, like... It, I mean, it, it's like buying, like, you know, a lean cuisine spaghetti and pasta versus, like, making fresh pasta sauce. Like, obviously that's gonna be better, but yeah. it, does, it doesn't keep. So it's not, you know... But granted, pina coladas are gross anyway, so... <laughs> Dude, um, <laughs> I don't know. I like the taste. I don't actually. Coconut's yeah. gross. Everyone thinks that Coconut's pina coladas gross. are great. I think they like the idea of pina coladas, but I'm like, it's just. Yeah, dude, my wife's doing this thing where she's like, we had both agreed that we hate coconut. I hate coconut. My wife hates it. I agree. She, out of the blue, has decided that she's going to give it a try. So she's been like getting coconut flavor to everything. And. In all of her drinks, and she's now starting to enjoy it, and it's the that's called Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> like, which also, yeah. have you ever tried to find out what a coconut is? No. Like coconuts and like bananas, like it's this circle of like it's a seed, it's a berry, it's a nut, it's a fruit. Like you can't really, yeah. Like actually trying to, I'm sure there's like some actual answer for what it is, uh-huh. but it's one of those things where like it's it falls into like a bunch of categories. So they're like, eat vegetables. I'm like, is that a banana Dude. or a coconut or whatever? When I was in uh, Guatemala, I would uh, like climb a ladder up on top of like up into these uh, palm trees and with a machete, like hack coconuts down. And then when you get the coconut, you like have to hack it a bunch so you can like get a hole opening so you can get Drink like the, the water, water out of it. And I remember thinking it would be like really refreshing, but I'm like in the jungle and it's like, 100 degrees and i just it didn't dawn on me this is sitting in the sun all day so like when i like drank it down it just felt like like warm piss going down my throat it was the nastiest thing warm coconut water is not great i mean presumably you had seen anchorman so you knew that like milk was a bad choice even if it is coconut milk yeah i (laughs) like or but like another another one that another beverage format that does not work warm is any of the aloe drinks Really? Because then it's just like warm chunks of aloe in your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes Like when sense. it's cold, totally fine. But when it's warm, no. Yeah. That's weird. You know, like outside the U.S., most, well, at least in Europe, they don't do like cold drinks. Like it's always room temperature. Yeah, or like, like I know the Brits are being into cellar temperature, which is like 50 degrees. So it's not quite room temperature, but it's not refrigerated yeah. either. Like, yeah, if you ask for ice, you're like a freak. Yeah, they don't like, do that. Guatemala, they will, like, refrigerate and give you, like, nice cold, but yeah. they're, they're in the jungle, so it feels nice. Like <laughs> Yeah, you're like, why are y'all not, why don't y'all but, have, like, an ice house to go yeah, stand in? Like, Europe's weird. They suck. There's a reason we won. <laughs> Agreed. And also, you know, I mean, really, like, I think that the Japanese perfected bidets, and as Americans, we have adopted them to some success. The yeah. thing about the European ones is that there's, like, or at least all the European ones that I saw when I was there, is, like, there was no legitimate water pressure behind uh-huh. them, so you had to, like, aid the water to such an extent that you're <laughs> basically, like, giving yourself a rim job. Oh, jeez. Instead of just having the water <laughs> do it. And I'm like, this is not better. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> this is not an improvement. Like, So, when my wife and I first started dating, I brought her to my dad's house to meet my dad, and my dad was ecstatic to tell her that he just installed a bidet in his house and this is like first impression and then he's like also it has a front spray for you ladies and i'm like jeez just look you in the eye and say that yeah. also he got a cheap one so like it wasn't like warm it was like it felt like the arctic ocean was shooting into your asshole it was not pleasant at all Although I will say on a weird level, I would rather have a cold stream of water than a hot stream of water because somehow that feels worse. <laughs> I don't know, just mentally that feel I'm like someone's like no, taking a leak. I don't this was to. like it felt ice cold. It felt so bad. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it, I think. Yeah, when my when my dad first met my significant other, he was wearing homemade nylon suspenders. 
Really? So that's classy. Yeah, like he, he 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 makes his own stuff like all the time. Like he does. Sh- he live in Vermont. Yeah, and he should have been a hippie really his whole uh-huh. life, but he was raised in like a military Catholic Italian family. Yeah. So yeah. like his options for free will were very limited. <laughs> Um, but yeah, now he's just like an old stoner without actually being a stoner. Really? Like, yeah, he just <laughs> makes his own stuff out of like nylon and just hikes all the time. Like, Dude, that sounds rad. That sounds... Yeah, he, yeah, he lived in a yurt for a while. Like... <laughs> well, uh, let's move into the questions. Yeah. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, not knowing like all the bad stuff he'd done, if you were just like hanging out, do you think Hitler would have been like a cool hang? You know, I think that probably depends. I think for some people, yes, and here's why. Because... You would have loved you because you were Italian. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you Mussolini, all you Goombas are the fucking same. Like, yeah, you're on board with me. We're good with the fascism. So, like, yeah. Um, but I feel like for any charismatic party leader, as long as you are within the party lines and you subscribe to the ideology, then it's a great time. Yeah. Like, like you know, like Brad and Chad's from Frats. Uh-huh. I'm sure they all love hanging out with each other. I can't stand them. Yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're in the club, then totally. I'm sure he was. Do you think, though, if, like, let's say you just, like, teleported him, like, to the future, and it was just, like, we're just going to hang? I don't but know. you spoke if, the like, same language. If like, there's no language yeah, barrier. No, like, if we're just going to hang in that case, Or do you think he would just, like, not. nerd rage about the Jews too much? And you're like, dude, chill. Like, this is a... I'd be like, man, situation is not improved like, for we're, you. Like, right? we're in public. Like, <laughs> you gotta... Like, they're, they're bigger now than they ever were, son. So, <laughs> like, you know, we're in West Hollywood. You're smart. <laughs> uh, no. But, like, I mean... Just to hang, probably not. Yeah. But if I had the option to do so, to put him in a situation that I know would be amusing for me and uncomfortable for him, that I might do. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just like you're now gonna run a you're like you're you're like Dude, congrats, if you can like get him drunk and you just get a like drink with him. You're doing and, like, a motivational brain. <laughs> Yeah, you're doing you're you're now doing a motivational speech for students in a poor neighborhood Las Vegas elementary school. Like, that's <laughs> that's what we're going to see where, like, like, I don't know, just something really weird that is, like, not, you know. Yeah. That maybe, but just just for the content only, of course. Like, <laughs> we do it for the views. The, the, the hate watching is, or what is it, like, the rage watching? Rage watching? Yeah, with all, like, the Velma shit getting renewed. Like, we'll just make you oh, rage watch it. <laughs> what do channel. you think about that? <laughs> I literally, that's all I know about it. That is the extent, that and the pitch meeting for it is the extent of my knowledge. Dude, like, did you, so you haven't seen any clips of it? No. Dude, it's, it's pretty cringy. It's, I don't know why all of a sudden people don't know how to make like cartoons for adults anymore. Because the only reliable one is South Park and everything else like sucks. Like it's Comedy Central came out with a show a year ago called Fairview. And they were like, this is going to kill South Park. Like, it's going to be Comedy Central's new. Because yeah. apparently Comedy Central's been wanting to step away from South Park. Because... Well, they've been stepping they... away from comedy for years. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, that checks out. Yeah. So they... Because uh, <laughs> uh, South Park's a little too wild for them. So they've been wanting to step away. So they thought this show was going to, like, replace South Park. And it was, like, first episode, you knew this was awful. Awful, awful. Yeah. And it's kind of like Velma, like, same vibes. Like, it's like, they just had dorks, right? The Like, the writers are all dorks. That's what it was. I think that they've stumbled into the, like, network mistake of trying to have writers that you know write things that could succeed. Yeah. Like, formulaically try to make it. And it's like the uncanny valley of shows, where, like, it's elements that should work, but don't, because you picked them because they should work. Yeah. And I, I would throw Archer into the ring as a contender for, like, a decent adult. I haven't watched show. Archer. Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, the later seasons, not as peak content as the beginning, but I yeah. would, by and large, agree that, like, adult animation now is just trash. Dude, like, I, uh... I love... Do you like South Park? Not really. Not really? I don't okay. know why. It never clicked for me. I, I was always like a... Or for years, I was like a family guy. Yeah. American Dad. Like McFarlane camp. Yeah, yeah. Like, and which, they, they went hard against them. Yeah. They went... <laughs> yeah. But I watched it. I, I liked... 
I would, I didn't watch like Family Guy a lot, but like I remember sometimes I'd see it on as a kid and I'd watch an episode and yeah. two and think it was funny. But it was like, my family was like very, uh, what's the word? I mean, just like kind of more conservative, just the way that we were like raised. So it was like, don't watch that naughty show. Oh, I didn't get any. And so like, no TV. Nope. They, my parents got rid of the TV when I was about two. And wow. they had like a couple. They, okay. I don't know. Again, I don't know why this flew. Like yeah. the movies I was allowed to watch versus not. But we had the box set VCR of like David McCullough's Building Big, like bridges, dams, tunnels, like engineering stuff. I'm like, uh-huh. okay. And then we had the horrifically racist and misogynistic original Pink Panther box set. <laughs> Pink Panther. <laughs> yeah, like with Peter Sellers and like the like the. I don't know anything about ones. that. Oh, they were re- they. If you want to laugh for something that did not age well, dude, but has like great physical <laughs> Yeah, like he literally. So Cato. Uh huh. Did you watch the new ones with Steve Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Ponton's character was uh, it was I can't remember, I can't remember which flavor of Asian he was, but um. I think I think he was Chinese, like Cantonese Chinese. I dude, think, dude, gross. But like, <laughs> literally, he was only ever referred to as my little yellow friend. That's it. That's, that, that's it. That's it. Like that was it. That, that was the only thing that like Kato, my little yellow friend, and it was like Peter Sellers, this British dude, doing this horrifically over the top French. You should watch it then, like, you, dude. <laughs> like that, that's your weekend plan, dude. That box it sounds like, based. That's yeah. No, that's, it's awesome. Which ironically came about came out around the same time that Bond thing we were talking about. Which, <laughs> but yeah, so no, yeah, no, no TV for me either. So really, yeah. like even like through high school, did you get to play like um, video games? So no, in middle school it got a little more laxed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, and the other thing is, so I like I watched it at friends' houses or whatever, but um, my parents also didn't understand what an iPod Touch was uh-huh. and that it had internet access. Oh. <laughs> So I, I I managed to talk them into letting me get an iPod Touch in like early middle in like middle school, um, so then I was just up to like four a.m. watching people be beheaded on the internet. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's sort of like and then yeah, when I was in high school, my mom was like, I think we can talk about you seeing R-rated movies. And I'm like, Mom, I've known what porn is for like eight years. Like you're buying the curve. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, my family, uh, we're pretty. I don't know pretty strict but like we could watch our rated movies if they were only R for like violence but if they were like R for like other stuff then no which is so weird like there was someone I can't remember where I heard it someone was like oh if there's like nudity and like like it's like a woman topless on a tractor like in Europe that's just a serial commercial like like they rate stuff like R for violence and we do it for like sexual content which I'm yeah like, I personally I think boobs are less problematic for a kid than someone's head getting vaporized Dude, but I mean, i'm not just me, I, i'm like, <laughs> when i have kids they're only gonna watch beheadings that's yeah. <laughs> like this is welcome to the real they're world they're gonna be well structured humans you're you gonna learn today you're gonna learn today <laughs> yeah this isn't real shit here this is yeah. <laughs> or you just you just make sure that there's a mandatory two hours per day on chat roulette and then they'll learn what people are like dude i uh am yeah not well versed in that <laughs> I uh, am just. I just learned what that is like a few weeks ago. Talking to some comics. So well, I've never been on it. I just. I just know of it. Yeah. Well, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm also a luddite. I have like no social media at all. So. Yeah, I want to. I, that's who I. I kind of was that person for a while, and I mean, I still had my accounts, but I didn't have them on my phone, and so yeah. like I would check them maybe once a month. Um. And then it got to the point with comedy, like, I have to, like, be on there posting and pumping out content. Like, back in, like, August, my Instagram had, like, 150 followers, and now it's, like, over 600, so it's, like, slowly creeping. But yeah. everyone who follows me are just people I don't know, like, people who just found my stand-up. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's a weird, like, double-edged sword, because, like, I don't want to be on it. I think social media is, like garbage for you mentally agreed i think that's why teen suicide is so high right now it's higher than it's ever been um dude and like (laughs) have you talked to like a teenage 
Which I mean, on recently. that I haven't. But to counter that point, we do have too many people on the planet. We do need population <laughs> control. So maybe this really was just you know a grand conspiracy to reduce population. To just get all the kids to yeah. kill themselves. Yeah, dude. And if you like talk to like a young like teenager, like especially like a teenage girl, they all want to be influencers. They don't want to like do an art. Like they don't want to like produce something. They want to like make videos about their day, and they just want to be hot. Yeah, be famous to be famous. Yeah. Yeah, and Which, that's mind-boggling to me. Like I don't like at least like me doing stand-up. Like I've never told people like, oh, I want to be famous. Like my goal is like I want to be the best comedian I can be, agreed, and like yeah. my goal ultimately like I want to try to be the best comedian ever. I mean, I'm probably gonna fall really short, but like that's what I'm working towards. And it's like an art that I'm working on. And one of the counters of that is if you do hit that goal, you do become famous. And like, but that's not the reason. Yeah, the, it's re- a byproduct the reason is of, yeah. the reason is the art. I love the art form of stand-up comedy. Yeah. But there's so many kids like who have grown up in this like YouTube and like Instagram and influencers that yeah. all like they tell their teachers, "I'm going to be a YouTuber," but like they don't have like. A niche that they're putting, like, because YouTube channels are successful if they like fill a niche. I yeah. waste stupid amounts of time on YouTube channels. Oh, same. That yeah. like where the channel fills like they do videos on like niche subjects. Dude, like, watching the guy who like restores like old rusty lighters from World War Two, inexplicably satisfying. Really, but yeah. Well, but then there was like so with with that. I went out selling motorcycle gear for a while. Um, I kid you not, a guy called me. And he was like, you should give me some free gear to review because I'm an influencer. I was like, first of all, I was like, we don't do that for anybody. But yeah, what's your Instagram, dude? Locked Instagram private profile with 12 followers. <laughs> and he wanted like 500 to 800 bucks in free gear. What? And it, dude, but, he was just trying to pull something oh, probably. over. He was not an but influencer. But I'm like, well, clearly not with 12 followers. But I'm like, why would you even tell me that? Or why would you even give me the account knowing it's private? Yeah. Like... But yeah, that was yeah, it was weird. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, now I've heard like influencers like asking hotels for like free rooms because they'll like leave a review of it, and it's all these people they want something for like nothing. They're not like building and yeah. like something or putting out there. Like if you're like grinding on like social media and posting videos, and you're like a musician and you're putting out like great work, that's something like I admire that. Or like. Yeah, just any art form where you're like trying to put this oh, yeah, piece if of you're art using out as there, a tool to generate, and you're being yeah. like creative, or like you're, let's say you're like not even like stand up comedy, but you're just like making funny videos that people enjoy, and you're able to like accumulate followers. Well, that's what you're doing. But if you want to just be an influencer, just to be an influencer, you're retarded. Like you're that's, a DJ Khaled. You are. <laughs> you are so stupid. And most like teenagers, they want that. They don't even know what they like. It's so weird. Like. I am seeing, like, more and more people, they don't even, like, have, like, a sense of, like, what they like. And they're, like, yeah. 19 years old. And I'm like, how do you not know at all what you like? And it's because they, all they've done, like, since the age of, like, 13 is just scrolling. what the algorithms they tell just them scroll. they like. Yeah. yeah. They well, just, the algorithm catches them, and they're, like, sucked in. So they don't know what they like. All they, all they know is they like scrolling through TikTok damn kids these days dude i've never been on tiktok <laughs> i won't go on i haven't it. either it's scary i heard it's like the most addictive of the social medias by like a lot that. like there's studies that back it up oh yeah no there, it's meteoric rise is not due to the quality of the content oh that's dude. for fucking sure <laughs> like not to say that there isn't good content but yeah. the vast majority of it cannot be up to par like yeah just from a volume perspective like, it's the first social media that ever came out that made me feel old like, I was, like, 25 when they first started, like, popping. And, like, you'd see commercials for TikTok. And I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. And it's I like, remember congrats, I, you made Vine again. I made a joke about it that was, like, I don't know. I feel like the only people on it are, like, teenagers, middle schoolers, and pedophiles. Because, like, every time someone shows me a TikTok, I'm like, oh, that's, like, an underage child doing a dance. That's <laughs> Yeah, or there was one... I, when I was working that awful sales job, there was one coworker I had who was like way too far alt right conspiracy nutbag. Like 
regardless of any political yeah. views, he was way out there. And so, but like he would show me all these videos, like on TikTok, of like, like his like like the sources for his movement, like telling us when stuff was going to go down. Like, dude, <laughs> you're fucking crazy. Like, dude, he sounds like a good hang. That's <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one of those ones where you just wind him up and watch him go. I think I said a total of like 15 words to him, and he just would. Dude, there's some stuff. people like, that they're so out there, like you almost just admire. Like the things they're saying, and oh, like I'm, doesn't. I'm from Vermont. I'm well aware. Of <laughs> people being out there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they'll never listen to this, but my in-laws are ones where, like, I genuinely, I genuinely love them because of how out there they are. Like, it's a marvel. You got to wonder at it. Yeah, <laughs> they're just out there ghost hunting at Gettysburg in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Dude, they drug me out ghost hunting at, like, midnight, <laughs> and they have, like, all the equipment, like, the radios and stuff, yeah. and they're trying to talk to, like, dead Confederate soldiers. It's <laughs> insane. Are they asking them for advice, or, like, what's the... <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, sorry, we're Union, How but... To tie good. a proper noose? Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they would say, like, sorry, we're Union, is what they would say to them. Mm. And, uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's a good look. It's a good look, yeah. Which I've never tried to, like, conjure racist ghost before, but I was definitely, like, I was, like, uh, pandering, for sure. I was like, I don't even have black friends, don't haunt me. Yeah. <laughs> I exclusively drive lifted trucks. Um, <laughs> only GMC. Or Rams. Yeah, whatever. Well... Let's go to the next yeah, question yeah. here. Uh, dude, if you're, like, really good at selling selling vacuums, right? Like, mm -hmm. you're a good vacuum What salesman. kind of vacuums? Like, indoor? Like, shop vacs? Like, what kind of vacuum? Like, indoor. Okay. Like, you have a really good, like, successful vacuum shop. You've seen Breaking Bad, right? Like yeah. That guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, would it be a wise career move to become an abortion doctor? Do you know? I think it couldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you're good with the vacuum. You're well. A, you're good with the vacuum. But B, it's like the perfect. Because if you can do, if you're like, this is assuming your abortion business is mobile. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it, because if you're going Dude, door, door to door, door you're abortion. like, I'm just selling you the vacuum. Let me come in and show this random housewife how to use the vacuum. And so the husband is like, oh, it was a vacuum salesman there, not the abortion doctor when she's fucking my friend. Like, so assuming you're mobile, absolutely. Dude, mobile abortion. <laughs> Under the guise of... Yeah. Dude, we need... <laughs> where have, I have been investing my money in garbage, and this is where it needs to go. Yeah, yeah, that or... I mean, because, yeah, I think really... I mean, modern problems require modern solutions to quote an icon. Dude, I am... <laughs> <laughs> I am titling this episode door-to-door -door abortions that's <laughs> let do, go for it yeah i mean i think i think there's a real place you know now when everything's costing more you know there really is a place for hybrid business models and this is just the tip of the iceberg I mean, <laughs> this is just really tip. like there's so many business models that could be combined beautifully like you know like secure you know those like shredding like secure shred whatever yeah 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 that you know, you combine that with being a hitman because you're already carrying massive garbage cans that are locked in and out of commercial buildings and no one's blinking an eye, so you take out some CEO while yeah. you're shredding the paperwork. And you just shred the CEO. Like, That's efficiency. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, we just got to combine business models. <laughs> I'm just spitballing, but... So, you ride, you ride bikes, you ride I motorcycles. Did. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you if you'd seen this, but I already know no because you said you haven't watched South Park. Oh, the Harley episode. I the have Harley seen episode. That. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why I was oh, going to yeah. ask. Do you agree with them? One hundred percent. No, Dude, uh, my brother is a Harley driver. Yeah. So it's... No, I think that. So I think it it, it really depends on like. 
So, and, and actually, I think it's changing. So, like, when I first started riding, which admittedly was not, you know, that, it was a number of years ago, but it wasn't, like, decades, like, the biker wave, right? Uh-huh. Like, when you're just riding, if you're just, like, passing somebody, you just wave, like, hey, what's up? Like, hey, we're both on motorcycles, like, yeah, like, you know, whatever. It's just, it's an acknowledgement of, like, hey, that's it. A lot of, like, har- people who, like, were those Harley riders, like, they uh-huh. wouldn't wave at any motorcycle that wasn't a Harley because they didn't think you were a real biker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that percentage of people on Harleys that don't wave to non-Harleys is definitely going down. Really? Like, I, yeah, like in like the past couple of years, I've noticed a lot more people on Harleys waving to bikes that aren't Harleys than previously. Yeah. But yes, they were correct. Especially when people have like, <laughs> f- like full dressers with loud pipes and they spent 50 grand on a bike that's slower than a 98 Civic. Dude. Like... <laughs> My favorite part in the episode, like, because, you know, the whole thing is they call the bikers fags. And yeah. then uh, their teachers are like, we thought, taught you guys to be tolerant of gay people. And they're, oh, you thought we meant those fags. Like, like no, yeah, we, no. Mean, we mean biker fags. Yeah. I think my favorite part, hands down, was probably either A, they're not looking, our bikes aren't loud enough. Or B, when the dude's at the urinal. Just like, bah, 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 bah. oh yeah, like, the urinal is the one that got me. Yeah, so there definitely are Harley riders like that, but I mean, I've, I've also had a lot of buddies that rode Harleys that were just super cool, and they just happened to like American V twins, which that's why I'm pumped. Indian bikes are getting so big. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully they don't have to change it to like the Washington Commanders for motorcycle, <laughs> like instead, like, like you know. But dude, they should just rebrand to the Redskins. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure the IP for Red- that's pretty cheap right now. You just buy the logo. Like. Redskins. <laughs> they also did a South Park episode on that where they sure. made a Kickstarter and they named it the Washington Redskins because it was available. Oh yeah. Well, I, and I also one other. I will say one thing that I do give South Park mad props for. Um, I have a friend who's in law enforcement. Uh huh. I have. I don't know if I've ever seen him laugh harder. Than the COVID lockdown police brutality oh, episodes dude, of South Park, episode. like and the fact that they were making a law enforcement officer laugh that hard when he's the butt of the joke, like oh dude, they phenomenal. Like I may not like it, but I get it, dude. They go like they go hard in the paint on like whatever oh, issue yeah. is like prevalent. Oh yeah, like they and Which I they respect, just yeah. yeah, and that's the thing they've made fun of everyone. Like no one is like off topic. Oh, they're equal opportunity offenders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no as long as you make fun yeah and there was yeah as long as you make fun of everybody that's fine like so there yeah. was there was a website that back when I so I had like a cruiser for a while and that's when I was like at my most bikerist like uh-huh. I had a black denim vest thought I was hot shit was not um there was a website called bikerjewelry.com and uh-huh. one of the words was spelled wrong on purpose they sold stickers and like jewelry but like they sold stickers to everybody so they had the gay pride flag uh-huh. Stickers, and then they also had stickers that says AIDS, AIDS cures fags. <laughs> and I was like, I respect that these sell great, to everybody though. That is a great business model. Like, I'm like, if you had just one, I might be like, okay, you're trying to push an agenda, but you're here just to make money. You're selling yeah, it to everybody. That, like, I respect that. Respect the hustle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, well, I'll get behind that, <laughs> whether I agree or not. Like. Dude, so are uh, are women just as scared driving bikes as they are driving cars? Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. Well, cause dude, it's basically like a big eight hundred pound vibrator. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course, dude, no, yeah. yeah. They're trying to do makeup while <laughs> yeah, with the visor down. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah, and then like you know you you have to stop even more to ask for directions because it's hard to have your phone out. So, yeah, like, you know it's. <laughs> It's a whole thing. Like, <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah. Dude, so <laughs> I thought that would be a fun one. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to close with this question. Yeah. I ask everyone this question, and I want to know if you could wipe one country off the face of the earth with a nuke, which country is it? Are we assuming, like, like the ramifications that would come after that, like 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 I want the result of them being gone, or I just want them gone. We just want them gone. I just want them gone. Yeah. Um, 
The result is they are gone. Okay. You pick, they are gone. Okay. And the world just continues okay. the way it was. Just, but just they're just, just subtracted from yeah. the equation. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't think researcher. That's not a country, though. Never mind. Say Antarctica is just like a, there's, not, there's, <laughs> there's no country no. like there. It's just a research facilities. Um, I really. I really don't think the Greeks are contributing much at this Dude, point. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. let, I mean, they, sure, they invented democracy in modern philosophical thought, and were arguably one of the most important cultures to have existed. No, but, dude, they suck. <laughs> well, no, but I'm saying these days, they're not doing much. Yeah. Like, they have a negative GDP, or at least they did for a couple of years. A negative GDP. Yeah, they somehow, I, I can't remember when, I think that was like a number of years ago, but they had a negative GDP, dude, which is pretty what impressive. A bunch of garbage people. Um and, dude, if you think about it, how many fucking razors are they going through? Because they're hairy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and every name ends with OS. Um, but, yeah, no, i say probably the Greeks. The I respect Greeks. what they brought to the table, but they're not pulling their weight anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Greece. Dude, so I'm, what I'm going to do is make a map um, and go through the catalog here. Oh, just bracket and last man standing? I, yeah, and so we're just seeing who's left. Uh, so there's a few countries that are already gone. South Africa... India, um, North Korea. See, there's, I like, there's a lot of products that I like from those countries, though. Yeah. That I would like... I mean, I'm sure that... Italy you know, has already gone. That was the first episode. That doesn't surprise it me It didn't last much. long. Yeah. I didn't get it. I, I That would be a, one of the last ones for me. Yeah, I, I'd keep Italy I a while. I want to go to Italy. I would 100% the, get rid of the French. Dude, first, from I, Europe. French are gone. I am shocked no one has picked the French yet. Yeah, the yeah, French they're useless. would be my first European country to go. Because, again, like the Greeks, they're just not doing much anymore. And we've had to save them twice. Yeah. I, I, you know, funding our revolution aside. But they only did that despite the British. They didn't yeah. do that because they cared about well, us. Well, that's forever ago. Like, we're yeah. not even tied to that anymore. Like, yeah. No, all they do is look at you like you're the worst and then they think french canadians are the worst but then french canadians think you're a dick if you don't assume they speak french my uh my mom's family is canadian and something about english speaking canadians in alberta is they hate french canadians oh they're the worst yeah those from the south park episode all those harley riders those are from quebec (laughs) <laughs> and they all come down to Vermont to ride in the islands in Champlain. Those those are the Harley riders that you think are from that South Park episode. They're all the Quebecois. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. They are. They come down into Vermont either in ridiculous Beamers or in ridiculous Harleys that they bust out two times a year. Like, Dude, there was this uh, comedian who did a bit about like going up to Canada. And he was like, here's how they should advertise Canada. Hey, it's like America, except it sucks. And... Uh, then he was like, also, you like you see dudes who are like, they're dressed like thug, and you like, you they're dudes you'd be scared of here in the states, and then you hear them speak, and they speak French, and you're like, oh fuck them, I can kill them. <laughs> like that's I will say, I'll give Canada three things. Uh huh. Um, I'm sure there's more, but these are the three that come to the top of my head. One, it's great to party in high school when you turn 18 for senior year for New Year's, so I'll give them that because you can buy alcohol, so you yeah. just go up and get lit. Um, two, they put a strip club called Club Super Sex next to a Five Guys, which is just brilliant. <laughs> like, that's just amazing. And whatever the dude was outside of Club Super Sex, he was like, don't be a loner, come get a boner. That guy is great. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, take it or leave it. <laughs> dude, you hear they uh, legalized assisted suicide for people who don't have terminal illnesses. In Canada? Yeah. Well, wouldn't you want to die if you live in Canada? (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty sick. It's pretty cool. Like, uh, I found, I listened to this podcast where a dude who's, like, ex-military, and he's calling, like, the Canadian version of the VA for, like, a wheelchair ramp, and they're responding, like, we don't have the funds to get you a wheelchair ramp, but have you thought about killing yourself? yourself? (laughs) Like, dude, no joke. I mean... And that's pretty cool. Yeah. And Trudeau wore blackface once, and that's pretty funny. I think they... Did he do that when he passed the bill for his <laughs> That would have been the coolest. It would have been a I, what, They're doing something right with that. <laughs> no, I and I mean I do think assisted suicide should be legal, provided obviously there's like the like a terminal good, illness. Yeah, or like a, a a set of standards to determine like if someone's in their right mind. You know what I mean? Like yeah, all yeah. that all that health now and safety shit. Uh, like, but like you should be able to decide if you want to die. Right? Yeah. Well, now it's like, are you sad? <laughs> well, yeah. Any comedy and anything funny is brought to you by mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, 
the yeah, like the therapists up in Canada now are like, have you thought about killing yourself? And like, I've watched Hannibal. You're so. you're bumming me out. Like that's. <laughs> I've watched Hannibal, and I mean, I don't want to be eaten by some Dutch dude, but like. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, this was fun. Uh, yeah. We hit an hour. Okay. Well, sweet. yeah, hit an hour. So this was a good, fun time. First non-comedian on. I had to prepare myself because I have a musician on next week, and I don't. Had to go for the middle ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully I don't take it. Mu- <laughs> musicians are, uh, <laughs> they're like the opposite of comedians. It's like cats and dogs. Yeah. Had to go for that middle step. Yeah. Well, joke's on you. I played jazz for a couple of years, so. Oh, jeez. That's why. <laughs> I could smell it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, or that or the weed. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, well, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're fired.